Hello friends, Sean here. So glad that you could tap on play and let me join you for this few minutes as we go back into God's Word. Back, 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 all the way back into the Old Testament to the book of Isaiah where we had previously read from chapters 1 all the way through to 39 where we heard about God's people, Israel, doing the wrong thing, testing God's judgment. And in the end, the only thing left to do after they continued to disobey God was for God to pluck them from their land and dump them in exile so that they would come back to God and be reliant upon Him. And as we've gone through these different phases, we have arrived from chapter 40. And chapter 40 is where these people have arrived in Babylon. If you remember chapter 39, Hezekiah showed the Babylonian guests everything that they had in their kingdom, including all of the royal treasures. And God said, they are going to have everything that you showed them. And sure enough, history tells us they marched in and took it all for themselves. And so now the tone shifts dramatically. And now instead of being judgment, God gives comfort to his people who are now homeless in a very foreign, distant land, lamenting what has happened. And so today we will hear God's response of comfort to his people. As we read together Isaiah chapter 40. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Tell her that her sad days are gone and her sins are pardoned. Yes, the Lord has punished her twice over for all her sins. Listen, it's the voice of someone shouting. Clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord. Make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God. Fill in the valleys and level the mountains and hills. Straighten the curves and smooth out the rough places. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it together. The Lord has spoken. A voice said, Shout! I asked, What should I shout? Shout that the people are like the grass. Their beauty fades as quickly as the flowers in a field. The grass withers and the flowers fade beneath the breath of the Lord. And so it is with people. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. O Zion, messenger of good news, shout from the mountaintops. Shout it louder, O Jerusalem. Shout and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. Yes, the Sovereign Lord is coming in power. He will rule with a powerful arm. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother sheep with their young. Who else has held the oceans in his hand? Who has measured off the heavens with his fingers? Who else knows the weight of the earth or has weighed the mountains and hills on a scale? Who is able to advise the Spirit of the Lord? Who knows enough to give him advice or teach him?
Has the Lord ever needed anyone's advice? Does he need instruction about what is good? Did someone teach him what is right or show him the path of justice? No, for all the nations of the world are but a drop in a bucket. They are nothing more than dust on the scales. He picks up the whole earth as though it were a grain of sand. All the wood in Lebanon's forests and all Lebanon's animals would not be enough to make a burnt offering worthy of our God. The nations of the world are worth nothing to him. In his eyes they count for less than nothing, mere emptiness and froth. To whom can you compare God? What image can you find to resemble him? Can he be compared to an idol formed in a mold, overlaid with gold and decorated with silver chains? Or if people are too poor for that, they might at least choose wood that won't decay and a skilled craftsman to carve an image that won't fall down. Haven't you heard? Don't you understand? Are you deaf to the words of God? The words he gave before the world began? Are you so ignorant? God sits above the circle of the earth. The people below seem like grasshoppers to him. He spreads out the heavens like a curtain and makes his tent from them. He judges the great people of the world and brings them all to nothing. They hardly get started, barely taking root, when he blows on them and they wither. The wind carries them off like chaff. To whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? asks the Holy One. Look up into the heavens. Who created all the stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by its name. Because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. Oh, Jacob, how can you say the Lord does not see your troubles? Oh, Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Our mighty Father, you are a very big God, so much bigger than our little human minds can fathom. You are the mighty creator and we just worship before you. And what we love about you is you don't just flex your biceps in your power, but you use your power to uphold the weak and give your strength to the powerless. So when we feel utterly spent and powerless, 
Let us lean into you, our mighty creator God, that you would be our strength. Because even young men and women become weak and tired. But our trust in you will bring us strength. Help us be entirely dependent on you and not our own pitiful resources. Thank you, God, for your love and your graciousness and your might. We just fall in worship of you, our wonderful, mighty God. And we pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs>